Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Friday, April 21st. And let's head to the weekend with the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers catchy slogans a few billboards big results Bryce, today is national chocolate covered cashews day oh i'm all in for this you know i, I love figured. my nuts covered in chocolate you know yes um, i know that's about the only way i like to eat chocolate is when they're when it's uh you know encasing a nut uh and especially a cashew um cashews are, are absolutely undefeated uh, actually yesterday during uh, during recording track talk uh, Matt Ridgeway was eating almonds and they looked amazing. I, I love all types of nuts. Chocolate covered cashews are the exact same. I absolutely love chocolate covered cashews. Yeah, just you know how I am with with nuts. Right, um, not a big fan of nuts. Not, I don't like nuts in my mouth. Um, yeah, I understand. So it, it is for this, right? Right. Um, right. Today is also um, <laughs> National Random Drug Drug Test Day. Yeah. So, uh, so y'all be, y'all be safe out there. That's all I'm going to say. Y'all be safe out there. Uh, Braves, Braves are facing the Astros in a three-game series starting tonight in Atlanta. Big series. Um, screw the Astros, right? Um, of course, but, yeah. Screw, screw those cheaters. <laughs> um, it, it'll be good. Hopefully, we'll be able to get um, Michael Harris back. What's the probables for this weekend? Do you have them pulled up? Um, let me look and see if they have them. Let me see if they have the injury report. Sure, right Max now. is going Sunday. Oh, I got the oh the probable pitcher. Sorry, I thought you meant probable injury report. Yeah, it's uh it's Bryce Elder tonight, Kyle Wright on Saturday, and Max Freed on Sunday. That's the uh, beautiful. That's what the yeah that's what okay. the pitching pitching rotation looks like this week. I was gonna see if they had an updated injury report from the Braves on Michael Harris. Um, and Michael Harris, when did he, so he comes off the 10 day, he came off the 10 day on the 19th. I think that's when he was eligible to come off on Wednesday. Um, so, and, and uh, Ryle Iglesias, uh, was eligible to come off on Monday, I believe. So yeah, those might he's be still working. He's still working on basically, I, I saw a report on him. He still has to ramp up. He was. He's going to go through normal like spring training mode right now, so he's still probably got a couple weeks left. Um, uh, unfortunately, yeah. Said uh, this this last report on Michael Harris said when asked Wednesday about Harris's back would be able to return during the Braves' April twenty first through twenty seventh homestand. Manager Brian Snickers said he did not know Justin Toscano of the Atlanta, of the AJC reports. So, yeah, that's sort. Of, that's, is this Bobby Cox? I mean, are we are we getting reports of Bobby Cox? Because this is that sounds exactly like something Bobby would it's, say. It's Bobby yeah, Cox light, man. I mean, you would you would ask me, Bobby? I don't, I don't know, man. We're gonna get him probably an extra day. It's it's Bobby Cox light. Let's be real. It, it, it is. It is. It's such a Bobby answer. 
Um, you know, Colin McHugh, Travis Darnot is kind of the one that I've I've been interested in because you know he he suffered what his third fourth fourth concussion of his career or something like that and yeah. like that that's that's dangerous, dude. That's when it gets into the I might not play baseball ever again because of the amount of concussions I had, and that that's kind of an odd thing to talk about in baseball. But he is a catcher. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not as concerned with getting Darno back. If we don't get Darno back at all and he retires, um, I'll hate it for Darno Cause I love that guy on this team, but I'll completely understand where he's coming from with that mindset. And he'll always be Braves legend, Travis Darno. Right. Braves Little legend, D. Travis Darno. Mm-hmm. Little yeah. D. Um, hopefully this weekend we'll be able to just take those cheating throws and, and continue playing really good baseball. Uh, did the Mets win last night against San Francisco? I'm assuming they did because San Francisco's not a good team. They did, yes. Uh, Matt, the Mets are now two games behind, behind us. One and a half games. Two games in lost column. Yes. But one and a half in, in the uh, standings. Can't play a half game. I know. All right. Hey, so Leo, Leo Mazzoni always went by the lost column. Ever since, ever since listening to him on um oh crap what was the morning show on 680 like it was the rude awakening yes yeah ever since listening to leo on the rude awakening going by the lost columns that's that's all i've ever done it's like ingrained in my brain now for some reason all right so braves and astros this weekend uh big series hopefully we'll be able to continue how the stretch we've had i mean it's been a really good stretch of baseball um yeah. eight and yeah. eight and one over the last nine i'll take it and Billy, the Astros are also not over 500, 9 and 10 right now in the season. Yeah. And, and I showed you that stat last night. The Braves have still yet to play a team over 500. That's crazy. That, that really is nuts. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't understand how it's possible. It. I don't understand how it's possible. That's, that really is crazy. Because we played the Cardinals, who were under 500 at the time. We played uh, the Nationals, who are garbage. We played. The Padres, who are still under 500. <laughs> um, we played, played them twice. Yep. Uh, uh, Kansas, Kansas City. City. Kansas City. <laughs> that is nuts. I don't understand how it's possible. Like, how yeah. is that possible to play that many games and everybody be under 500? I mean, that, that's literally mind-blowing. Yeah, it's it's nuts, man. All right, so let's get to Hawks Celtics. Game three tonight. Um, how is the injury report looking, Bryce? Uh, injury report right now, I don't believe anybody's on it. I don't think we have anybody that's on the injury report for the Hawks tonight. Uh, hopefully, you know, we come out fully healthy tonight because we're going to need it, man. We're going to need all hands on deck. We're going to need everybody there. We're going to need everybody playing their best. This is the one game that I think we should get. Uh, this is the one game that I have quite a bit of faith in the Hawks and being able to steal this one. Um, Gallinari is the only person that's out for the Celtics and nobody nobody right now listed on the injury report for the Hawks. Right now, Celtics are a five-point favorite. Um, they are a minus 210 on the money line and 75% of the money is on the Celtics. So nobody, ex- nobody expects the Hawks to win tonight but me. I think the Hawks are going to take this one. I think Trey is going to get hot. Uh, one of the main things that we have got to stop the Celtics at is, is the point of attack. We can't allow the Celtics guards to get downhill and into the paint like they did in game one and game two. You saw all the point scoring that they had the past couple of games. It's not because of our post defense. It's because of our perimeter defense. Our perimeter defense was not doing a good job of shutting down the Celtics guards. We have to do a better job of that. 
we have to hit our jump shots, man. We have to hit threes. I know it sounds stupid. Like it's, it's basketball. Of course you got to hit your shots, but the Hawks have got to do a better job of hitting their open threes. We've got to get some offensive rebounds, got to get some second chance points. Trey has to get hot, man. If we want a shot at winning, you know, this game and maybe the second game in Atlanta and tying this game or tying this series going back to Boston, Trey has got to get hot. And Trey and DeJounte have got to figure out a way to play together because right now, DeJounte plays better when Trey's not on the court and Trey plays better when DeJounte's not on the court. I don't know what's going on, but it's been like that for the past couple of months and it's extremely frustrating. So there's a lot of things that Quinn Schneider needs to change in this Hawks team from game two and I, I hope I hope it starts tonight I hope you can figure it out you win tonight you go into game four anything can happen tie it up go you know go back to Boston I'm not saying we're going to win this series but at least make it look respectable right yeah that's that's what you need to do and and unfortunately the 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 Good Lord. I, all the Braves, all the Braves, the Falcons, Atlanta United, the new Good hockey team. Lord. <laughs> the, Hawks, uh, the Hawks need all the help they can get right now. And offensively, they, they started flowing early on in the game two, but they just couldn't continue. And you need that consistency to be able to go, go through a four-quarter game. You don't need to have be hot one out of the, the four quarters. So... Let's let's see what they can do and put together a, a, a good shot at um at this and, and make this happen. So you, you got you got to stop, got to stop defensively, got to stop the guards. Can't can't let their guards get going downhill. You can't let them, you know you can't let Marcus Smart drive and kick to Jason Tatum. Uh, got to stop it at the point of attack, and that's why we got DJ. I mean, that's why we traded for Dejounte Murray, and that's why yeah. DeAndre Hunter is still on the court despite his offensive woes. Like. You know, and, and John Collins went like one for eight from three the other night. You just you can't have that, man. You've got to hit some. You've got to hit some shots. You've got to hit some shots. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's get to Atlanta United. Atlanta United has a match on Sunday. When's game? Sorry, let me backtrack to Houston yep. or yep. to uh, Boston. Okay. When's game four? Is it Sunday? Uh, game four, no, is Monday or Tuesday. Uh, game four is do, 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 do. game four is Sunday. Oh, I'll, okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah, game four is Sunday. So theoretically, by the time we come back on Monday, Hawks yeah, this the playoffs. The series is going to be two-two, <laughs> right? I'm just just throwing yeah. out. There. When, we, when we come back on Monday, the series is going to be tied two-two. You're All such right, a cool. Debbie Downer. Come on, man. This coming from you? Oh my god! Oh my god! Really? Come on. 2-2. We're going to be 2-2 on Monday, baby. Atlanta United versus the Chicago Fire this weekend. Chicago is, I think, uh, in the play-in position right now if the playoffs were to begin. Um, the United are playing really, really good. The Five Straps are playing fantastic. Something we noticed last week with Guzan out, it's going to take a little bit to get used to the new goaltender and how he reacts with the back line. And that's, that's going to be a big, big key for this game too, Bryce. Yeah. And one of the things I didn't realize uh, about the new goalkeeper is how short he was. He's a short little guy. He said the the stats only say he is only like two inches shorter than, uh, than Brad Guzan, but he looks, he looks quite a bit shorter than that. So that's slightly concerning. We went through those woes last year and I don't want to rehash him again with our short goalkeepers. 
Um, and I don't want to be a heightist, but you need a you need a tall goalkeeper in there, man. So let's see what he can let's see what he can get going. Um, you know, Tago Almada still with with a knock didn't play at Toronto FC. We'll see if he's healthy enough to play this Sunday. Uh, Yakamakis got taken out of the game actually. Uh, you know, up in up in Toronto because of a hamstring injury. I doubt we're going to see him. Gutman is back though. That's really good. Nice to see that Gutman, uh, not 90 minutes strong yet, but Gutman, you know, he's been on the bench for the uh, uh, whoever the, who they played before Toronto. Oh my mind, my mind just went blank. Um, but he's been on the bench twice in a row now. We'll see if he gets the start this weekend. I'd like to see uh, if, if Caleb, uh, you know, uh, what they're going to do with Caleb Wiley, like what they're going to do with Caleb Wiley's position after that call up. Machop Chol actually got his first goal. Um, the the tall zebra, the tall giraffe, somehow got a uh, got a goal versus Toronto FC. I'll be interested to see if they start him. What Yakamakis's injury update is? Uh, it'll be an interesting starting eleven that uh, Gonzalo Pineda puts out there because of the injuries that we've suffered just over the past couple of uh, couple of weeks. But this is a this is a game that we need to take. It's against the Chicago Fire side. That's you know, down the down the standings a bit right now, sitting on nine points. Atlanta United sitting on fifteen points and in third position. Um, so, got to take got to take care of business at home. I know we're depleted a bit uh, in injury, but you still got to come out with three points at home versus a team. Um, you know, that's that's down the standings quite a bit from you. And uh, one of the one of the little bit of news that's been coming out over the past couple of uh, about twelve hours, um, Napoli, an Italian side, is interested in Tiago Almada. Uh, but they say a deal is not done. And when asked about it, they said it is true that Napoli want Tiago Almada in Italy. They are saying it's a done deal. We are not yet at that stage. The asking price, apparently, the rumored asking price from Atlanta United is $40 million. Good. Um, so it would be the, uh, I'm pretty sure that would be the record transfer in the MLS, the most money ever. And the the big question I have about that transfer, is it is it going to happen in the summer transfer window? Or will it happen in the winter transfer window? Because if it happens in the summer transfer window, we will be playing the second half of this season without Tiago Almada, um, which would be a real shame to only get half a season out of Tiago Almada here in Atlanta. You know, uh, here in Atlanta, uh, when he's firing on all cylinders. If it happens in the winter transfer window, it won't happen until January of 2024. Uh, and international soccer plays a much much different schedule than the MLS does, so. That'll only have Napoli playing, you know, roughly a month and a half, two months without Tiago Almada. So interesting to see what develops with that. I hope it's the winter transfer window and not the summer transfer window. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Hopefully that that'll be taken care of, and because Tiago is so good, man, he it's really amazing. is absolutely like, amazing. You talked about this probably about four weeks ago. Um, basically saying that after Tiago had just had that that hot start he's like we're gonna lose him in the summer transfer window so hopefully uh hopefully we can keep him for a little bit longer but uh Chicago fire match is on Sunday it's, it's the lone MLS game on Sunday so that's yeah. something to pay attention sucks, man I'm not gonna be able to watch it uh it's a 4 30 start um might be able to listen to it on the on the way home but uh but I won't be able to watch it kind of bums me out yeah yeah, so it's a, a big roster turnover this year after uh, Atlanta United wins the MLS Cup, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously, obviously. <laughs> Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night. Bremen versus Adairsville. I don't have a score for that one. Um, couldn't find that one anywhere. In slow pitch softball, though, Harrelson County 
finishes as state runners up out there in slow pitch softball. So congratulations to all of those lady rebels out in Harrelson County. That's an awesome accomplishment. On the Stumpet Games and Events calendar for tonight, baseball, Mount Zion at Temple at 5.30, Harrelson County versus Fannin County, a doubleheader at 5 and 7, Bremen at Villa Rica at 5.30. I'll, I'll have the call on that one. That'll be on Hometown Sports Media 2. And Heard County at Bowden at 5.55. Billy and RB will have the call on that one on Hometown Sports Media 1. In lacrosse, Dalton at Bremen, girls at 5.30, boys at 7.00. And then Carrollton at North Paulding, boys at 6 p.m. Uh, and then the Villarica uh, Lady Wildcats gymnasts go off in the final four tonight in uh, the University of Buford, I believe is where they are competing. So the, the I don't know, the, the Lady Wildcat gym ladies? Cats? The gym? Yeah, sure. Uh, they're in the final four tonight, and they're up in the University of Buford trying to go for a state championship. And that let's is your stuff. Carrollton, let's not forget, Carrollton has uh, begins their playoff march today too. Yeah, they have Valdosta today um, at out there at what's what's Carrollton's uh, Coalfield. Coalfield, that's what it's called. Uh, yeah, and if they win, if they win both of them tonight, they advance. Then no need for the if game tomorrow. Right. And everybody else starts next week. Uh, the continuation of the soccer playoffs are next week first round of lacrosse is next week and then everybody all of our baseball teams but Carrollton will be starting uh next week as well so uh school year winding down as is high school athletics man getting here towards the uh end of April beginning of May it's sad man isn't it it is it is man I, I'll, I'll be honest with you I'm I'm planning a big write-up um uh, uh, about what hometown sports media has accomplished this year in our first year of existence uh, I got the idea yesterday when I was uh, taking a shower, so I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a nice big write up on, on everything that we've accomplished this year and through uh, through year one working and collaborating with hometown sports media. So that'll be a nice little article to read. Uh, and I've, I'm going to talk to you about something else that I had a thought of for including hometown sports media with TM5. But no, we'll I'm talk not about getting a off. hometown sports media tattoo, Billy. I'm not doing it. You know, I'm not we'll talk it. about that uh, <laughs> post uh, post podcast all right bryce i need some money what you got the incredible pulp lemonade soft earned dollar segment billy knocked it out of the park last week folks i went i went even i went one and two uh but the bet i did win was ten dollars so you got your money back uh billy knocked it out of the park last week uh billy uh, 18 billy was up 13 but no excuse me five 18 yeah billy was up uh almost 14 15 16 dollars last week uh, big bets went two and one. Billy is up over a hundred dollars now. Billy has won a hundred and four dollars. Started with fifteen to start the year off, and is up over a hundred dollars at one hundred and fourteen and twenty two cents. I started with fifteen. I am almost at eighty. I'm at seventy nine sixty five right now. Uh, so combined, we're we're creeping close, Billy, to that two hundred combined dollars mark. And I think this week we we'll hit, hit two hundred. I think, I think yeah. this week we hit the combined two hundred. My incredible pulp locks of the weekend are Hawks plus five versus Celtics at a plus 172. I got faith in my Atlanta Hawks, damn it. I got faith in my Atlanta Hawks tonight. We're winning the game. Not only are we, I like that plus five, I would take the Hawks in the money line tonight because we're winning. We're beating well, the, the Celtics tonight. But wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me, let me verify that because the Hawks, the Hawks money line is 172. Uh-huh. The Hawks plus five is minus one ten. 
Oh, let me update that. Hold on. Let me make sure that this thing is right. Actually, you know what? Let me let me use FanDuel. That's what I used. <laughs> yeah, I, I use Barstool because they have a bunch of goofy. Uh, they have a bunch of goofy um, parlays and stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's official. So I I, I looked at FanDuel. Let me while you're you're updating your stuff. Let me let me run down mine. Astros tonight uh, minus one and a half versus Atlanta. The reason I'm doing this, Atlanta has yet to uh, cover a spread at home this year. So I'm going to go Astros one of the minus one and a half. That's a plus 162. That's back-to-back mates you've bet against our home teams. I know. I know. Bad guy. Bad guy. But you know what? But you know what? What? Bad guy. Um, Bad guy. Bruins, Bruins tonight, one, minus one and a half versus Florida. That's a plus 162 bet. I'm taking that as well. Um, after getting embarrassed in game two, um, I think the Bruins come out on fire tonight and they cover the one and a half goal spread. Um, and then Hawks money line tonight versus Celtics. I think Hawks win outright game three. It's plus 172 is the line. So I like the money line bet. All right. So yeah, I got, I got Hawks plus five uh, versus the Celtics tonight. That is a minus 110 bet. Uh, yeah, I, I like the uh, I like the Hawks money line. I think they're going to come out and win that one. I got the Bruins. See, I got the Bruins. Uh, we're gonna get, we're just going to go money line on the Bruins at a minus one fifty six. I like the Bruins as well. I'm not okay. going to take the goal in in a half uh, spread there, but I do like the Bruins to win outright. And Atlanta United versus Chicago Fire. I'm going with a draw on Sunday. That's at a plus three hundred. Um, I'm, I'm just sort of concerned about what Atlanta United is going to bring in the starting 11 with the injury concerns. Uh, you know, I, I, we should get a win um, and, and a loss shouldn't even be in the realm of possibility. No. Uh, but I think a, I think a draw is possible just because a new goalkeeper, you know, you got three or four key guys that are going to be injured. One guy coming off of a red card suspension. I don't know what we're going to look like. Um, so I, I'm going with a draw because I don't think Yakamakis is going to play, and we know what this team looked like without a without a big time striker up top. Right. All right. Well, that's like I said. We're gonna we're gonna cross into uh, 200 territory. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's let's head to another cup of coffee. Bryce, you need another one? Indeed, I do, sir. Indeed, I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by our friend Hannah Strawn, who is a realtor with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Go check out Hannah, and if you are buying or selling a house and, or, you know, trying to get into a rental property, check out with Hannah. All right, let's start with James Harden was ejected last night, and Joel Embiid gets player one in the, in the Sixers' win last oh, night. Oh, man. I don't know if you got to catch any of this game, Billy, but it turned into a boxing match at one point. It was uh, it, it, it was bad. James Harden punched somebody in the balls. Joel Embiid kicked somebody in the balls. Uh, it was awful. It was an awful. The, the basketball in between the boxing matches were pretty good, um, but the uh, yeah, it was the, uh, the 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 cup checks, if you will, were uh, were a little out of hand. And Joel, uh, James Harden got got ejected in the third. And I think the James Harden call was probably a makeup call for not ejecting uh, Joel Embiid in the first. For his, uh, for his, you know, up kick, it almost affected the uh, reminiscent of the Draymond Green uh, cup check a couple of years ago. So it was a, it was a very, it's a very hard 
basketball game. Very good basketball played in between the cup checks. Um, but it's Philadelphia, so what can you expect? There are a bunch of scumbags up there. I mean, it's you know, it's Philadelphia sports. Yeah, it's Philadelphia sure. sports. They they throw they throw frozen batteries at Santa. Those guys are scumbags. <laughs> uh, Padres Fernando Tatis Jr. quote just happy unquote to play after eighteen months away. I, I bet mean, you are Fernando. Speaking of, speaking I bet of scumbags. You are. <laughs> oh Lord. Speaking of scumbags, Fernando Tatis Jr. falls right into that category. I bet he's from uh, I bet he's from Philadelphia. I, dude, dude, when he started pimping the home run in a minor league game against you know kids that have probably never even sniffed the major leagues, I'm like, dude, are you serious? You're a multi bajillion dollar you know contract baseball player in the MLB, and you're pimping home runs off of these guys that are getting paid like thirty thousand dollars. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> well, well and he was juicing so um yeah, yeah. bingo uh Hawaii leonard's injury quote very deflating by the uh clippers try tyloo says yeah man i i don't know what's going on with Kawhi out there um it, it's not related to his torn acl injury it's something with his knee he uh, you know uh, Leonard and George Paul both both had sprained right knee. They were both sidelined last night. Um, uh, the Clippers fell 129-124. They fall behind 2-1 to one in that series. I, ever since Kawhi left, left Toronto, dude, something's just not been right with that guy. And, uh, and him sitting out for his knee being a little ouchy is very questionable, especially in the playoffs. I mean, old Cuzzy in hockey just had 75 stitches put in his face, almost lost his sight and came back into the – you know, came back into the game. I don't think he missed a shift. So the fact that Kawhi Leonard's uh, knee is a little ouchy and he can't play in a playoff game, uh, that, you, you got to question his toughness, man. And, and, and game four is coming up soon on Saturday. So, you know, you go down 3-1 to Devin Booker and Kevin Durant and that insanely talented Suns team. Uh, that, experience out there, uh, that experiment out there in the Clippers with their sort of ultra team or you know their mega team or whatever you want to call it it's gonna go down in flames just like the nets did and then finally today in 1967 the dodgers first rain out in los angeles after 737 consecutive games that's nuts 737 consecutive games without a rain out that is just that's insane man that's crazy to think about that's Let's think you and back then it was less, but you think eighty-one home games, right? Right. How many times can you fit eighty-one in seven hundred sixty-seven? Because that's uh, just unreal. Oh, just a bit over nine. I mean, they had they had almost ten consecutive years without a rainout. Good lord! In almost ten consecutive years without a rainout, that is crazy. And it, I mean, that's that's with using. 81 home games so back then you know it was probably less so it was probably closer to 10 straight years without a, a home rain out that's that's absurd that's just crazy to think about that's nuts man yep. it really is <laughs> you got anything else for us i'm in <laughs> let's get out of here let's uh let's start our weekend yeah let's uh bryce bryce is on the call tonight for villarica versus bremen i'm on the call for bowden with her county um, you can find that on HSM's uh, app, or you'll be able to see the link on Facebook. But be sure to listen in this weekend. Bryce and I will have the call for that. Um, 
for this weekend. For Bryce Farling, I am Billy Lindahl. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will talk to you on Monday, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>